Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your coach, your guide on the side. Did you hear that? I've missed that. I know. The Ethel Merman. I did that just for you. Oh, thank you. James is back in the house. Woo! Uh, Michael Pond's here. Thank you. Maddie Richard and Colonel Rob Sanders. All in the house. We don't give Rob a mic, I guess. But, uh, you know, life is good. Hey, I don't know if you guys heard this, but Aaron from the show. Married. Married. Congratulations. Check. Yep. Check that off his list. Money. Apparently that's going to cost some money. Yep. Is that the cash register opening? Yeah, that's the all of the Cha-ching. money leaving his parents' pockets for paying yeah. for the wedding. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, anybody go? Did anybody go to the wedding? Yeah, I, I, James I went. did because he was in. He went four hours away to have this wedding. He wasn't thinking of us apparently. No, I, I, I tried to tell him before the wedding that he needed to be a little more considerate of the team and do it a little bit closer. Yeah, but he, he wasn't he thinking it. of that. Yeah, yeah, Maddie. He told me that he did it far away so we wouldn't come. Really? He told you I that. I think he was ashamed of us. So was he, he? He didn't want us to be there. Well, no. well, I, does he not know we have a radio show? Well, the travels. Not. I don't blame him because we could have tell. We could have done a, a live show. From his wedding, that would have been so much. I fun. think that's why he didn't. I think that's why he didn't want us to. Be Nobody there. on this show has ever gotten more good advice than Aaron. He got to talk to to Gottman, John Gottman, the guru, John Gottman, wedding advice. Plus, who else? There was one other person. He he gets a lot of help. Yeah. Well, so, he got to talk to you. Oh, that was the other one. And he talked to me as well, Doctor of Passion. So, yeah. With a K. Doctor with yeah, a K. But Passion great advice. With a C. He's gonna be so <laughs> S-C-I-O-N. <laughs> hey, um, welcome back, James. We missed you. Oh, it's so great to be back. Mike actually said, Oh, was he gone? Do you remember that? No, I missed you a wow. lot. And I texted you that. I sent you a text message. Yeah, but then then you apparently said that no. afterwards. That yeah. did that never happened. Seems very false. Wow. You guys, I didn't mean to start a fight. Um did did you ever listen to the show while you were gone? I did. Which show? Which show was your favorite? Uh, I don't remember. Actually, okay. so you didn't really listen. No, I. Th- yeah, I <laughs> no, guess. that's okay. That's I okay. just turned it on. That's and... okay. It's what my mom does too. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> she says she's going to listen, but she really doesn't. Whatever. <laughs> hey, today we got a killer show. Today we're talking about uh, doing, not dreaming. Are you guys big dreamers? I think I'm a big. dreamer. You're a huge dreamer, Mike. And we know nobody dreams more than Maddie Richard. She's a dreamer. I try. She's dreaming of some guy coming home from Japan. I'll stop. She's got this huge smile on <laughs> her yeah. face right now. She's dreaming of the day that they get married. Yeah, and so when she starts like zoning out during the show and just kind of like looking off into the distance, uh-huh. we, we know where her mind's gone. Yep. So she does that a lot because that's I see her doing that a lot. Is that what you're thinking of? Is, no, is I'm the Tokyo most focused Rose? person at the like. I'm the most focused one here. Wait, are you thinking of another guy? No, that's you. You're the one that has multiple people that you're thinking. That's about. not true. No, you have one person now. That's well, now, that is true. I guess that changed, but before yeah. I, I, I was never sure, but now I'm sure. Now you're sure you're thinking of one person. <laughs> well, no, Mike's thinking of one person. Okay, How, you can't tell me what to think. And I'm only thinking about James, and now he's back, so I can focus. Oh yeah, I forgot you guys had a thing. Yeah, we have a thing. It's kind of long distance for a while, but what's great about because those that aren't watching the video feed that we don't have, um, that you're not seeing this, but they they're on the same side of the studio. You guys are sharing a mic, actually, holding hands. It's pretty magical, actually. You guys feel the tension? 
I feel tension. Well, no, it's not tension. It's, it's like a good it's tension. It's like you stress. It's good stress. Is it love? Did you just say love? It's it's chemistry. <laughs> There's a lot going on over here. Um, <laughs> it's kind of gross, guys. Okay. I know. I just don't got, be jealous. You and Matt I'm can't not have jealous. the same tension. It's just, if no, you we want actually have our own mics. Work. But we I, don't want Don coming in. Yeah, Don gets mad. Okay, we're just sharing a mic, okay? I get lightheaded when you guys talk Casual. Can we talk about the topic? Today's topic, uh, <laughs> doing, not dreaming. So we'll get away from you two that are dreamers. And um, our very own Michael Pond has been doing some research on what doers do that donters don't do. Exactly. Well, 10, ten things hmm? that people who hmm? follow their dreams don't do. 10 things that people that don't follow their dreams do. Do do. Yeah. You know, how could we make that any more complicated? <laughs> uh, following, you know. There's things that people that have dreams and follow them do versus those people that have dreams that don't ever follow them. So we want to be like the doers that follow them. So, so if you've ever had a question about that, now is the time to listen. I have a lot of questions about what he just said. (laughs) So here is the deal. If you're out there and you're a dreamer and you want to make your dreams come true, or actually, if you want to make your dreams make sure they don't come true, do this list. Yeah, These are some things you want to do. The Uh, list of don'ts. Well, something you you don't want to do (laughs) if if you're going to follow your dreams is uh, you, you don't want to follow someone else's dream. You don't want your dream to be my dream. Well, not just in that sense, but uh, you don't want to do something because I want you to or yeah. because you think I want you to or whatever. That's, you, that's a very good point. A dream has to come from yourself. The dream has got to come from your, your inner core. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really good advice. But people that don't ever make their dreams come true, they end up following everyone else's desires. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a baseball player. Yeah, yeah. They, they want to do what other people want yeah. to do. And uh, that will end up in failure That's good. most of the time. That's great advice. Keep going. <clears throat> so next thing, uh, they, they don't make excuses. Or if you're, if you're going to let, – let's just keep – let's, let's uh, streamline this so we're not – nobody's yeah. getting confused here. So Successful people – don't do these things. They do not do any of these things. Yeah. They don't make excuses. Yeah. People that make their dreams come true do not make excuses. So you don't want to – and it's really easy. There's a thousand reasons not to do something. Sure. Uh, number three, uh, they don't compromise their values or their principles. You don't have to ruin your values to make a dream come true. Exactly. And you shouldn't. I agree. I think that's very good. I mean a lot of people just – they had dreams to be on this show. A lot of you, in fact – had dreams to be on the show. A lot of us had to compromise our values yeah. to come had, on the show. I had to You're, kill some people to get on the show. I know. Just and, kidding. Um, but you, had, you, you, like James, had to compromise his values of quality. Yep. To, I, I to had be to on get a show. fake degree to get on here. Are you admitting that now? By fake, I mean absolutely not fake. I mean completely authentic. As we we're talking. Oh opposite. my gosh, this is so confusing. I am so sorry to everyone listening to right now. That <laughs> was not intended. Uh, but, but I think we just had a breakthrough there because he just admitted he has a fake, but not meaning. I'm going fake. back into not denial. I, <laughs> oh, I, gosh. I'm going to delete all evidence that I said that. So yeah. we don't have to give up our values and our principles. No, you don't. I mean, compromise is a part of life. Yeah. And you you make lots of compromises for for work, relationships, family, kids. Yeah. Uh, but people living a true life to themselves um, are not riddled with guilt or regret or doubts about their choices. They stand firm and they move forward with decisions that align with their intentions Love it. and goals and dreams. Love it. 
What's another one? So uh, they don't believe the glass is half empty. They're optimists. They are. You know, and, and yeah. uh, negativity is, is a part of life, and we need to be realistic about w- what's happening in reality. Uh, but you don't need to be n- a negative person. Yeah, or, negative Nelly. Yeah, look at the glass half empty. I think this is really good. Be a half full person. Oh, man. A lot of us are half full. So people that, that follow their dreams, they don't focus on materialism. You don't want to be famous so you can be rich and famous. Yeah, You just exactly. focus on changing lives. And finding happiness, you yeah. know. And that's what dreams are about is finding joy. See, that came up in the Bronco <laughs> Mendenhall interview because he's like, it's, you know, it's not what you think it is. And he's got a lot of other, other options. He I mean, could go yeah. anywhere he wanted, oh, yeah. really. And he makes great money and he's doing a killer job. Yet it's not about the money or the job or it's just about changing lives. Powerful. Okay, what else? It, so, yeah, just if wealth comes as a result of living your dream, that's a bonus. And if it doesn't, hey, you're living your dream. You're still the doctor of passion. There you go. Boom. Okay, next one. Um, poor. Doctor of poor passion. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they don't believe things are impossible. They don't lose faith, and they don't quit halfway. A lot of don'ts there. So just they like— They just push to the end. This goes in with believing that the, the glass is uh, half full. Uh, you have faith, and uh, disappointments are going to be along the way, and you may fail at first, but you believe that, that uh, you're going to keep trying, and you're not going to get good. discouraged. Well, see, think of these all these guys in the NBA draft. Boom. You know, some didn't get drafted. Yeah, some did So that could have blown up some, but then you just get back in the gym, work out, get Wait those abs next year. back. Yeah. Uh, they, and just like that, not letting yourself go. And this is physically and emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. Uh, you you can get caught up in your dream, or you can get so discouraged you lose sight of your dream, and you can lose yourself. Yeah, and I feel like I let myself go. Yeah, on your vacation, I can tell. Are you guys all shaking your heads? <laughs> <laughs> that is so rude. Moving on. And James looked at my gut. Yeah. The next one. Um, they don't get stuck in a safe place. Yeah. Because the enemy of reaching your dream sometimes is getting high enough up, up that it's safe, that you're pretty good. You're safe. People who, who are following their dreams, uh, they get out of their comfort zone and, and they thrive on new experiences. And they are living their life and they're not a spectator to the lives of others. That's cool. Yeah, complacency is the enemy. Exactly. Wow. You got to be out there and go get your dream. Did you just read that off of my, one of my memes? <laughs> um, you just read it off one of my memes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. I appreciate it. Go to Matt Townsend on Facebook. You'll find memes, more insight. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Really cool. One more. How many more? Two, two more. more. Two more. Okay. Um, they don't procrastinate and they don't believe in shortcuts. You have to work hard to That's get huge. your dream. Yeah. It's, it's never going to be easy if it's no. a real dream. That you, but if you've got the passion, that kind of gives you the energy to make it work. But it's not going to be easy. Everyone, do you know how many people call me a month and say, I want to do what you do? Can you believe that? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all you got to do is this. And you know how many people call back? Nobody. One. I mean, really, they yeah. don't. It's like, Ugh. You got to go to school. You got to put in hard work. You got to. Uh, it takes that much effort. Yeah. You, I mean, you've been doing this for years. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's just everyone does. So if you want to be a doctor, it's going to take effort. You got to go to school for 12 years. Yeah, if you want to have a, a great body, it's going to take effort. 
Can't. I mean, they say that's what they say. There is no shortcuts to really, truly following your dreams. And then this is the last one. Yeah. Um, you don't seek a destination. Uh, people living uh, a life full of dreams, uh, they they realize that the moment it's it's moment to moment experiences. They they don't they're not looking to like we said earlier obtain wealth. Yeah. Or, or something like that, or, or a, a status position, you know, it's, it's about... It's the process. Exactly. They're not trying to just get somewhere. They're trying to become someone. Well, that list was provided by whom? Who put the list together? That was provided by uh, barefootbeginnings.net. Barefootbeginnings.net, killer list about how to make your dreams come true, what not to do, really. And um, today we're talking about doing, not dreaming. You know, it's one thing to just have a bunch of dreams, like James. He dreamt about being the doctor of passion. Then he put himself to work and he found an online program. Not even it's not actually online. It's just where you print your own degree. It's a print your own degree certificate company and he printed his own doctor of passion. I took my life into my own hands. And you spelled doctor with a k, which says you blew it. Ha! Anyway, spell check. Spell check. We well, love he, you. He asked me if it looked all right and I said, yeah. Yeah, again. Again. Be careful who you partner with. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Monique Malcolm from Antisparkle.com is going to be joining us. She's going to help us understand our passions and figure out what we need to do to follow our passion. Today, we're talking about making your dreams come true, getting off your duff, start doing, not dreaming. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, you dreamers. Hey, nothing wrong with a good dream, right? But our goal is to be able to take the dream and do something with it. Have you ever dreamed about starting a business, getting a degree? I mean, our own uh, substitute executive producer, Colonel Rob Sanders, he, you know, he's well, he went back to school to get a master's degree in engineering. That's crazy. That's crazy. But it's his dream. And uh, if you're going to dream, that's great. But at some point, you got to get going, right? You got to get doing. To have a dream without some doing is just, I don't know, I guess you're just going to stay dreaming. So we decided how to uh, move off of just the dreaming and getting into the doing. We wanted to talk to a pro who knows how to motivate people to do this. Monique Malcolm is her name. Motivation and passion is her game. She um, is the the creator of a, a, a website called Antisparkle Brand, uh, Antisparkle.com. Antisparkle.com. Also, uh, there's a blog off of that called che- Keep Chasing the Stars. Keep Chasing the Stars. And um, she's going to be joining us right now. She is all about encouraging and motivating others to follow their passions. And what she does is she's designed t shirts and accessories that help kind of serve as reminders to the wearers and those around them that we can dream big and go after what we want. Monique uh, makes her home in sunny Orlando, Florida with her husband and their son. She graduated with a BS in business management and is extremely passionate about all things business. When she's not designing awesomeness for your body, you can find her indulging in too many sweets, singing, and on occasion dancing, which, by the way, just sounds like our pre-show meeting. 
You know what I mean? A lot of sweet singing and dancing into the wee hours of the night. Let's please welcome onto the show Monique Malcolm. Monique, how are you? I'm not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent, and I've been looking all over your site. I've got to get me some T-shirts. Yay. I've decided. I'm glad to have you on Team Anti-Sparkle. I know. Antisparkle.com is the name of the website. But you've got, like, your job is you buy, you believe in the passion, you believe in dreams. But um, you, I guess, too, have figured out that, you know, you you got to get people off off the couch. It's very true, and I find like a lot of people have big dreams, but they're stuck. They don't get started on them, and that's a huge problem. Well, and that's and why a lot of people don't achieve. That's right. That, that's how you kind. That's how you founded Anti Sparkle, right? Talk about that. And by the way, Anti Sparkle. It sounds like you're against Sparkle. <laughs> Talk about you know, it. I have. I meet people all the time, and they ask me what's wrong with Sparkle, or do you hate glitter? <laughs> do you hate Sparkle? Um, I don't. In a lot of ways, the company's name is kind of ironic because I personally love Sparkle. Are you a sp- um, yeah. The shinier the better. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, if it glitters, it's for me. <laughs> but um, the company name, you know, it's short, it's catchy. But the bigger idea is that a lot of times when we're looking at, you know, TV or magazines or different things like that, we're looking at the sparkly, shiny version of it. Yeah. You don't really get to see, like, the backstory before it was Photoshopped, before they cleaned it up and curated it. So the idea of anti-sparkle kind of comes from that, um, the before, like what happened before everything was cleaned up and became pretty and nice. Well, isn't that interesting? I, I have people, you know, people will say, oh, man, yeah, you just, it just, your life just has taken off. And I'm thinking, what? Are you kidding? <laughs> Do you know how long I've been doing this? It's not taken off. So there's always the, there's the behind the scenes story, isn't there? It is, and I think a lot of people who experience success um, have great behind-the-scenes stories, but a lot of times we don't see them, um, especially now with the Internet and the way that you can find pictures and find people's you know, stories online. You're only seeing the curated version, right. the good version that they put out for you to see. You don't actually get to see the struggle and some of the other things that happen before they get to that point. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's another thing that um, discourages people is that they're comparing their beginning to somebody else's middle, and you can't always do that because you don't know what happened before. Oh, it's so true. And it's almost, it seems like, too, it's what happened before that really is the special sauce, right? It really is the special glue that, that makes you able to handle what you're currently doing. Talk about your story behind your brand and, your, you know, your ideology, your philosophy behind the brand of Anti-Sparkle. Well, in the beginning, I I never really thought that I personally would own a business. Um, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My family had a business in trucking for many years, and I just kind of always assumed I would go to college, get my degree, and then I would work for the family business. Sure. Um, But, you know, I graduated college, and the business was changing, and things were happening, and so my dad, you know, encouraged me to go and get a job. But I think that in a lot of ways, I kind of want to be traditional ideas like the American dream. So I made good grades. I went to college. I expected to get a good job. And, you know, I was going to live this life, get a house, and go on annual vacations and eventually retire. Um, But when the economy kind of took a downturn, things kind of flatlined, and I realized that, you know, the opportunities that were weren't really anymore. Yeah. And I found myself and a lot of other people in my age age range that found the same thing, like, they left college, they were excited, we had these degrees, we had followed the path that we were taught, 
and then there was nothing. Um, you just kind of either, if you were lucky, you found a good job. Um, a lot of people took jobs that they just had to take, but it wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, you know, I, I took a job, um, and I did insurance for a while. Didn't really like that. I ended up, I wanted to help people, so I ended up um, teaching. And I taught middle school for a couple of years, and that didn't work out. No, right. And after, and, you know, they, they even started laying off teachers. So, I mean, it's scary when they start laying <laughs> Yeah, when, once teachers the teachers are going, necessary. we are in trouble, right? Exactly. So they started laying off teachers, and I found myself in a position where I didn't have a job and I didn't know what to do next. And I had, you know, I had my degree, but that wasn't really the cushion yeah. Um, that I thought it was going to be to fall back on. So, you know, that, that summer, I took the summer, and I started brainstorming ideas, and I, I always loved to create. I always loved to help people, and I started finding out, you know, about the the emerging online economy, so Etsy and all of these different places where you could sell things. And so I started to learn about e-commerce and selling online. And from there, you know, the anti-sparkle idea was sparked, and, we started out with a few designs, and we kind of grew it, and, you know, it's, it's still here. Um, mm. Five years later, I, I started in 2009. So, so here you turn into, uh, you were wandering through the insurance teaching professions, then, you know, worse comes to worse, and then all of a sudden, you, I guess, deferred back to what you're, you loved, people. And then... It's very true. I mean, it's really, you found yourself... But then, then you had to go do something. I mean, that, I guess that's the key, huh? At some point, and was it just, Monique, was this because you were stuck, you had to do or die, <laughs> right? I mean, were you at the point where we had to get in the game or give up? I wasn't quite at that point because um, I did have my, I had my husband in, so he was still working. So okay. It, it wasn't that bad, but it got very close. Yeah. There was a point where, you know, Things were very, very up in the air, and we had to make some sacrifices and, and you know, um, reassess our priorities. And at a, a certain point, we actually went and stayed with a family member for a couple of months so we can get things together. So yeah. there was definitely a point. We didn't. I don't think we quite hit the rock bottom, but we weren't very far. What, what did give you the courage then to take that to take the step? I mean, you had to you had to go learn a whole new industry. You had to invest and, and get some of your designs out there. And, and start taking on the world. What gave you the courage to go and do? I just, I just wanted to make my own opportunity. I, I think I was frustrated with the fact that I could not find what I wanted in the job opportunities that were available. Yeah. So it just became a thing of you could, I could go and you know work as a teacher again, which that was not an option. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I could go. I could go back to insurance. And, I mean, that was a slightly better option than being a teacher again, but not really another one that I wanted to try. So, you know, I just kind of decided that I just needed to test my faith and see if, if it could work out, and that's what I did. I love it. We're talking with Monique Malcolm from Antisparkle.com, and she uses her brand. And a lot of—in uh, this process, she's learned a lot about helping people follow their dreams and even uses her own T-shirts, her own brands, her own— stuff that she puts out on internet 
to motivate, tools to motivate people to find their passion. And we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, keep talking with Monique Malcolm from Antisparkle.com. She's going to continue to instruct us, give us some courage, and help us find uh, some tools to understand how to follow our own passion. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Today, folks, we're, we're going to start doing not just dreaming, finding your passion, finding your purpose. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we are talking about doing, not dreaming. Getteth yourself off of, of the coucheth. That's the scripture. I don't know exactly where that scripture is found. Do you know where that is, James? Getteth yourself off of the coucheth. I think that's uh, Townsend chapter 3. Verse Ooh, 16. I'm don't like, get me in the Bible. <laughs> I'm not writing the Bible. <laughs> then I don't know I don't know where that's from. Yeah, you need to study your scriptures. Yeah, my bad. I'm pretty sure it's a psalm. Oh yeah. Probably. Do you think that sounds like a psalm? Yeah. Three hundred. Psalm of uh, Psalm of laziness. There you go. Rule number one. Chapter one. Verse one. Um, today we're talking about doing, not dreaming, finding your passion, hooking onto that thing and writing it. To success. You know, it's hard. It's hard to get out of your comfort zone. Sometimes it's hard to stay motivated. Sometimes it's hard to take the risk. But then again, you know, the neat thing about life is it's going to throw a curve at you. There's guys right now listening to this show. There's seven of them. I'm pretty sure we've counted. And they're out there driving their truck, their big rig, and they would love to own their own rig. Right now, their truck's owned by someone else, or they want to start their own trucking company, or there's a mother that would love to start her own blog. And we're all just afraid. We might be passionate about it. We might love, you know, doing certain things. We might, you know, have dreams, ideas, business ideas. But I guess what separates those uh, that, uh, that make it happen and those that don't, they somehow know how to get going and to follow that passion. Our guest today is helping us with all of us, actually, really, to figure this out. Her name, Monique Malcolm. Antisparkle.com is her website. Antisparkle.com. And she has a blog there um, that you can go to. And on her blog, her desire is to help encourage and motivate others to follow their passions. And so, Monique, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Hey, uh, talk about how your blog and your brand how you use them to, you know, to, to help people follow their dreams. Well, a lot of that happens kind of in intangible ways. Um, through the blog, I have a, an interview series that I, I try to host pretty regularly, and I, I interview other entrepreneurs, whether they're, um, they've started businesses, whether they're bloggers, graphic designers. Um, I'm actually waiting on an interview back from an author, so... Cool. You know, I try to cover the, the spectrum as much as possible with different people who are kind of making their way, choosing their own path. Yeah. So um, the purpose of that is just to show people that, you know, there are people out there who are making it happen. Um, a lot of times these people don't come from a lot of resources. They don't come from money. They're not famous. They're regular people. Sure. But they they do these jobs, and they do these jobs on their own terms, and they're happy. They make a living. And, you know, it's, it's what they're passionate about. So I want people to know 
through all walks of life that, you know, whatever you want to do, it can be done. There's somebody that's there doing it. Um, so, you know, I, I, the, the goal is to be um, inspirational, but also, also a little bit of aspirational. Um, I think that, you know, you should read some of these things and, and realize that these are the things that you can aspire to have for yourself. Yeah, it's it's almost like that. It, we we for years have assumed everyone would know how to be an entrepreneur, or I guess everyone would just know how to go make their dream come true. It seems like such an assumption when we're all dreaming, we all have goals and desires, and and now in today's day and age with technology more than ever before, you can do pretty much whatever you want. You can you can start a job, you can get a following, and you can just start. I mean, if all you want to do is read about whatever topic, you now have the tools to hear thousands or read thousands of bloggers on that subject. So right now, you know, it's lining up, isn't it? You just need some mentors like yourself. This is true, and that's that's one of my soapboxes. When I talk to people who tell me they have ideas and there's things they want to do, I tell them like, at this this time, in this age, every resource you know, all this information is available. It's right at your fingertips, literally. Mm-hmm. Whether you're searching on your phone or you're searching on a computer, it's there. You just have to look for it. So, you know, there there aren't that many secrets. There's still some, but most of the barriers to entry have been eliminated because of the technology that we have. So, really, a lot of it is you just have to go and get it. You yeah. just have to want to get it. Or you need to find somebody to ask. And I think that sometimes people are afraid to ask. But don't be afraid to ask. Um, never tell yourself no. Let somebody else tell you no. It always makes me really happy when people email me and they ask me questions about what I've done or how they can do something because I'm happy to tell them. That's, I want other people to be successful. Well, that, that's what's interesting about, I think, kind of the whole blogger sphere is they're very open to telling. It's, I mean, it really is the most open, abundant kind of world around because – you know, you're not threatened. You've already got what you've got. So in your world where all these people come and see what you're doing, what are some experiences that you've seen other people doing? What are things that you've seen? How have they turned their, you know, their dreams into a reality by getting going? Um, well, I have a friend that I spoke with a few months ago, and I told her about, you know, some of the conferences that I attend and how I would love if we had more of them here in Florida. We have one, but not too many. Right. Not the really, really good ones. So I talked to a friend, and we were talking about these ideas and craft shows and conferences, and she she had this idea for a show, and I, I told her, I think you should do it. And we discussed it for a couple of days, kind of went over ideas. I called her a few weeks ago, and she's already booked a date. It's huh. happening next year. She's wow. already built a website. She's collecting sponsors and putting together packets and, yeah. you know, going through that whole process. And, I mean, we talked about this in May, and here we are, like, what, a little bit, about two months later, and she has it all mapped out. It's it's actually happening. That's so um, cool. Well, I mean... And you're right. Why not, right? I, I agree completely. So, you know, that's, that's one instance. Um, you know, I did a, a really short inspirational post um, called while you were not chasing the stars. And it was just like a, a list of things that happen on the days that you don't try to get out there and do something. So, you know, uh, a loan was granted, a deal was made, all these different things that can happen on the days that you decide to take off. Yeah. And I had someone else send me an email, and they, they told me that they had an idea for um, a business, a, kind of like a cosmetic business, I guess. And she was like, I read that, and I realized that I, I'm just the only person standing in my way. 
that said that she went out and she bought some equipment and some ingredients and she started her business just like that. So, you know, it's, there's a lot of opportunity. Um, you just have to kind of want to get it. And that's the basis of what I'm trying to do is push people out there, get out of your comfort zone, go do these things. Again, we're talking um, with Monique, and Monique is the founder of, I guess the founder, is that what we call you? The the founder at the website um, antisparkle.com. Monique Malcolm's her name. But Monique is is trying to not just promote a brand that's more motivating and, and get some of her stuff out there, but in the meantime, lifting other people to do it as well. Talk about how how do people know what their dream is? I mean, it it seems like... I don't know. I always knew I wanted a radio show. I knew that when I would listen to Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey? I love the dude. And I thought, I want to have a radio show. That would be so cool. But um, how do people find their dream? What have you figured out? There are some people that are like you that just kind of know what they want. Um, And then there's other people who I think there are more people who kind of fall into the category of where I fall, where... um, I, I know, I've known for a long time that I want to help people. That's something that always has kind of tugged at my heart. I want to help people. Um, but I did not know in what capacity I, I could help people. So I think that everybody has something that tugs at them yeah. that they know they want to do. Um, they're just not sure how they can do it. So it's, I think that you just kind of have to start with that. So if you know helping people is something you want to do, then you need to figure out in what ways you can do that. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, I was a teacher. Um, I started to teach because I wanted to help people. But then I realized after that didn't work out that that wasn't really the capacity or the audience. Yeah. What, you know, for me. So that, that didn't work out. But that was just one stepping stone closer to me figuring out what it is that I should be doing. But that, so And that didn't ways, harm you, I, did it? That, it doesn't no. hurt you to go that way. I mean, everyone's like, well, you got to get it right because school costs a lot of money. But whatever. I mean, if you're, you're, I got the greatest advice ever from my father-in-law when he said, because I, I said, I think I want to be a doctor. And he said, you know, it's, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. This is what you got And I'm like, oh, that takes so much time. And he says, well, you're going to be 30 anyway. You're going to be 35 anyway. You may as well be a doctor if that's what you want. So... It doesn't matter how we get there, it, and even when we get there. I guess what matters is that you keep trying stuff until you figure it out. That's true, and you know sometimes you do have to go through several ideas or several career changes before you find out, and that's okay. You know, it's not a failure to have to change course. Right. It's just getting you back on track or getting you more focused on the path that you need to be on. So there's nothing wrong with having to go through. Uh, a few changes until you find it. That's that's a part of the learning experience. That's how you get better, and that's how you know yourself better about what you want to do ultimately. Yeah. Well, and, and if you think about it, look at how you being a teacher informs your blog. So, you know, it, you're not teaching anymore, but you are teaching. I mean, you're not teaching kids anymore, but you're teaching. And everything you learned to be a teacher is now informing how you go about your blog and how you write and how, I mean, so it's all, it's all of service. It all is just another step toward what you need to be. That's very true. And, you know, I, I, I even tell people that there are some things that I, I could not experience had I not been a teacher. So, you know, um, I started doing speaking engagements and things like that. Had I never been a teacher, I would never have been comfortable enough to stand in front of a group of people 
and be able to command an audience. Right. Even when you have to make those changes in your career path, there's still things that you learn there. There's stuff that maybe you wouldn't have gotten, or maybe I wouldn't have gotten if I had started as an entrepreneur right in the beginning. That's right. So it's all important. It's all useful. So good. We're talking with Monique Malcolm. We're going to take a break and come back, and uh, she's going to help us you know, figure out how to lose some of the fear. A lot of us are so scared to do this that you know it comes down to the fact that dreaming is just so much easier. I mean, a great dream demands nothing of you except a real creative mind, and then you know, someday you got to do. And to do it, you got to overcome some of the fears. Monique Malcolm from Antisparkle.com. She's going to give us some insights on that. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We're taking a break today. We're helping you stop the dreaming and start achieving right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Matt Townsend Show. There is the exciting semi-hoedown music, which means we're wrapping up our first hour of the show today. We're talking about... Do you hear that, James? Yeah, and that's what we're talking about on the show today. I know. I stopped, it stopped me mid-sentence. But I just love that part. Um, today we're talking about, you know, not just dreaming, doing. At some point, you got to get off your duff. That's what my mom used to call it. Get off your duff. Never knew what my duff was. Apparently, it's my backside. And I got to get off of it, and I got to go do something if you want your passions and your dreams to come true. Again, it's hard because sometimes you don't know what – like I I got into journalism thinking, I'm just going to do journalism. And then I did it, and I'm like, I hate journalism. <laughs> and then that actually led me to a career with a company, Franklin Covey, where I would go speak and train and develop people. And do training and development, which then got me into marriage and counseling and advising, basically, which then got me into a lot of opportunities to be on television and radio, which then got me a radio show, which then got me the Matt Townsend show. Full circle. So maybe that's the way to this is, and Monique's kind of walking us through. Monique is the owner, proprietor of the website and blog, antisparkle.com, A-N-T-I. Sparkle.com, antisparkle.com. And what she likes to do is encourage and motivate others to follow their passions. She designs T-shirts and accessories that serve as a reminder to the wearer and those around them that we can dream big and go after what we want. She also has a fantastic blog and is a speaker. She just spoke at Alt Conference, uh, Alt Summit Conference in Salt Lake City, which, uh, you know, is just a, it's just a big conference where a bunch of online experts get together and Martha Stewart get together and teach people how to become even more successful in their in their specialties. Monique, welcome back to the Matt Townsend Show. Thank you. Love having you on. Talk about with us as we kind of wrap this up, there, there's this fear factor that we have to overcome, isn't there, that, you know, it's great and all to have a passion and to have a dream of wanting to do something, but at some point we just get so scared, maybe it's just easier to dream. That's very true, you know. Like In a lot of ways, we're afraid of the unknown. Yeah. Um, it's scary to have to put yourself out there. And, you know, when you are afraid, you're uncomfortable. There's a lot of tension that's happening. So a lot of times people just get, they get paralyzed with just the fear of what's going to happen next. Um, am I making the right decision? Is this going to work out? You just, 
the, the wheels start turning about all of the things that can go wrong. Yeah. And that's paralyzing. People just get, so many people get stuck right there. It's, it's a huge problem. Um, and I think that the one thing that I always tell people is sometimes you just have to do it anyway. A lot of times the, the fear is irrational. And you're focusing so hard on what can go wrong without focusing on what can go right. Right. Well, and what's interesting is nowadays it's not – sometimes the barrier to entry isn't even that big. Like putting together a blog, there's not a lot of risk. So you don't need to quit your job and give up your children and leave your country. You just have to throw the blog up there. And then you can promote it slowly. I mean there's other ways to do this than risking. So I, like, I guess that's what your point is, is the sometimes the fear – is shutting us down before we're even thinking straight. Like you're not investing a lot right now. Just start. That's very true. And so, but I think the emotional part is a big deal. Yeah, huge. Um, when you're putting yourself out there, everything you do feels personal. Yeah. So you know you don't want to offend people. You want everybody to like you. You want everything to be good. You want to know what's ahead. But yeah. you know that's. That's not always practical. Sometimes you just kind of have to test things out and see how they're going to go. But, you know, like you said, the the barriers to entries are so low um, with the example of a blog. To get started, all you need is an idea. Yeah. An idea. That's that's your total investment, an idea, and the willingness to put out a few posts, whether it's every day or a few times a month. Um, There's three platforms for blogging, and that's that's your investment to start. So, you know, sometimes you just kind of have to go – and do it and not worry about the scary part. Right. And again, um, it seems like the more you're doing it and the more you're into it, just the easier it gets. And then your confidence gets bigger because you're talking to everybody. You're going to some of these conferences. You're figuring out what works, what doesn't, and you throw it up there and you just try it. Just throw it out there. It's not a big deal. It's just an idea. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden people are like, I love your blog. I mean, my wife just put together a blog and I can't believe it. I mean, not I can't believe she didn't do it, but they love it. And she's all of a sudden more confident in it. She tries more and she's more confident. And it's it's powerful. I think that's maybe that's how you blow up the fear, huh? I think that's one of the ways um I like to tell people that when you're when you're feeling the fear, sometimes you just start with the smallest action and collect a few wins. So, you know, start the blog, um put the give it a title set up a, a calendar for when you'll post. Do, some, do a few small things first, so that way you build some confidence, you build a little bit of momentum, and that will help give you a little boost to do things that are a bit harder, a little scarier. Yeah. So, you know, just start small and then work from there. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, that's just great advice, right? That's, that's again, none of this is like breakthrough, is it? It's just do it. And it, it really is. Like a lot of times I don't, I don't think that I'm not going to say um, starting, you know, maintaining a blog and maintaining a business is hard. There are difficulties. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, you know, you have to get past the internal hurdles first. Once you get past the internal hurdles, some of the outside hurdles aren't really that tall anymore. and They're much easier to leap over. Yeah. And maybe some of those, uh, that, I guess that's a, a big test of this is... You know, you, you've got, in order to make your dreams come true, you got to stick your neck out a bit. I mean, if you really want to help people, you have to be out where people are. And that's that's kind of a good barometer, isn't it, If to test how bad you really are passionate about this? 
I think so. Um, I like my, one of the things I one of my favorite quotes is "Nothing venture, nothing gained." Yeah. So if you don't get a little bit of skin in the game and, and put something out there, you can't expect to get anything back. Yeah. See, you know, it's and then, and then you use you use your T-shirts and other things. How, how do those help? How, how do you see that people use those? Because a lot of your T-shirts, they're very motivating. They're cool. You know, they're just cool. Topics like brave starts here or dreams don't work unless you do kind of stuff like that that motivate you. Well, it's it's a boost in confidence for yourself. You know, you want to wear something nice. I think that you also want to wear something that reflects your your values. Um, but also, to people who are seeing that, they kind of, I feel like in a, in a way, not all the time, but they kind of lets you connect with other people. So, you know, sometimes I'm out and I'm wearing Geek is Gangster and people come up to me and they're talking to me about, you know, their kids who wear glasses or they wore glasses yeah. and how they didn't think it was cool. So it kind of connects those people who are maybe in your tribe, maybe the people who feel the way that you do and can resonate with the things that you're experiencing. So I think um, that's that's a way that, that my brand kind of connects people through the actual physical product. Yeah, you know what? I totally am a gangster that's geek. <laughs> geek is gangster. That's the t-shirt I'd buy right there. Um, well, I, I really think you're you're onto something. And we, again, we live in this world technologically where a lot of dreams can come true with very limited resources. And yeah, it's the fear, isn't it? We really have to kind of dig deeper and, and find a way to really, I guess, narrow down what our passion is and then, like you said, just slowly start working on it. That's very true. Um, you know, just the smallest action, that's the one thing that I harp on all the time, the smallest action, no matter what it is, no matter how small it is, that's where you start. Um, don't worry about the big things. Don't get overwhelmed with what could happen at the finish line. Just start at the beginning and move from that, that point on. What are some, I know, just as we wrap it up, I know you've got five tips that we should do to stop being a dreamer and start being a doer. What what are, just to kind of summarize, what are some of those? Um, the first thing I would say is write your dreams down. Um, if you, a dream that's not written down, in my mind, it's just a wish. Yeah. So you need to upgrade your dreams and, um, or up, upgrade your wishes to goals. Write them down. Give them goal status, and that way you have it tangible in front of you, you know what you're going after. Yeah. Um, after you, you do that, like I said, the smallest action, so break your goals down. If you know you want to run a marathon, you don't go from zero to 60. You need to get shoes and a training program, whatever you need to accomplish the marathon. So break it down into goals so that way you don't get overwhelmed. Um, cool. The next thing would be set deadlines for yourself. Um, Parkinson's Law says that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. Yeah. So without clear goals and, and deadlines, um, your dreams are going to take way too long to complete, and you'll get frustrated. You won't finish them. Um, the fourth thing I would say, get an accountability team. Accountability is so huge. It's very hard to keep your motivation consistent. It kind of um, peaks in, in depth. Yeah. So that if you have a team that's there, or you know, find people who you can share your goals with. Tell them what you want to do and ask them to hold you accountable. So that way you actually are doing what you said you're going to do. That's the great. last one would be um, do one small thing every day. Just the repeated concerted effort of making things happen every day will get you to your destination so much faster. And 
you'll be happy that you started today instead of a year from now. Oh, it's so true. And and like you said earlier, that one small thing a day starts to create that good that goodwill, that character, that belief in yourself that, you know what, I can do this. And then it grows and it grows and you can do more and more and more. That's very true. And I actually have a bonus tip. Um, well, what is it? And this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Turn off your TV and the social media. Um, you know, like I said, you see these these well curated lives on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and all of these other places, and that makes you fall into the comparison trap. You're looking at somebody else's life and trying to figure out why you're not there, and that's stifling. It does a lot of harm to your confidence. So limit your screen time. Turn those channels off and go take some actions instead. Isn't that cool? Then all of a sudden, you're the one becoming the change, and you're the one that you can look up to instead of everyone else. Beautiful. Monique, you've done a great job. Again, her name's Monique Malcolm. Monique Malcolm. Go check out her website, antisparkle.com, A-N-T-I, antisparkle.com. And her blog is on there. So many good things, plus some really cool T-shirts. Again, uh, Geek is Gangster. or uh, And, you know, glasses, I've got them. I'm geeky, and I'm rocking the gangster look so appreciate you monique good best of luck to you and keep your dreams and other everyone else's going thank you thank you so much for having me you bet take care we're taking a break uh good stuff when we come back we are going to get into fairy tales our own uh maddie richard uh the great um expert in fairy tales is going is going to enlighten us basically how to get off the couch and how to make your dreams come true so they're just not a bunch of fairy tales This is the Matt Townsend Show, making your dreams come true, right here on BYU Radio. The man. The wonderful, wonderful man. Whenever he gets in the fix, he reaches into his bag of tricks. Felix. The man. The wonderful, wonderful man. You'll laugh so much, your sides will ache, your heart will go hit a pat. Watching Felix, the wonderful man. Wow. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. That was cute. That was did you, incredible. Did you make that song? Yeah, I made that song. Um, that was me just singing about Felix, the wonderful cat. No, the the Matt. Did you not listen wonderful to Matt. it? Wonderful Matt. Felix the Matt. 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 <laughs> Matt. That brought a tear to my eye. No, it didn't. It was beautiful. That seems like the work of uh, Colonel Rob Sanders. Indeed. Did Robbie do that? Happily. What was that, Rob? Say it again. Most gladly. Happy to help. Oh, I love it when you bring a little... Was that Disney? No, it's Felix. I know, but who's Felix the Cat? What song is that from? Um, from the cartoon. Felix, Felix the, the Cat. Cartoon Network. Not yeah, okay. That's something I was not raised on. <laughs> yeah. I just used to watch rabbit ear television. <laughs> hey, speaking of fairy tales, we have the queen of fairies and oh. tells. Right here in the office. Okay. How are you? I'm great. How Maddie are you? Richard is joining us. Kate, you need to say my name right because people are going to think that that's my name. What What is your name? Maddie Richards. Maddie or Richards. Maddie I can't do anything right for you. No, you can't. Maddie Richards. <laughs> sounds better, Richards. <laughs> Don't you think it sounds just? It sounds more ethnic, more like what's the word? Uh, exotic. Sounds oh. more sophisticated to me. Yeah. Oh, Richard. Wow. Richard. Oh, Richard. Oh, anyway, um, so fill us in, Maddie Lou. What? Uh, so, we we want to not just have a bunch of fairy tales, right? We want to. Well, this is the idea that kind of 
spurred this this block for us today. We're talking about how we need to do something instead of just dream yeah. about it. And we're having our meeting and we're talking about, oh, you know, in Cinderella, she says, a dream is a wish your heart makes. They totally just dream and all the fairy tales. But yeah. then the more we, we talked about it, they all do something after they've been dreaming. Ooh. They all do something to get there in the end. And so we teach our kids all about these fairy tales, but sometimes we don't live we should the focus. end of the fairy tale. We're focusing on the wrong thing. We're focusing on the it's beginning of the It's not making the, the wish. Tale. Yeah. It's, it's, it's getting, getting off your duff. Off, yeah, getting off your duff and doing something. So we're going to talk about a few of these cool. fairy tales cool. and then relate them. See, I'm so glad you have read up on all the fairy tales. I know. This is I great. Know. This Because be I would normally laugh at this. But this, but is, this is serious. And this no, is this great because this is something everyone can go teach. And, and it's something we teach our kids yeah, that we can day. need to apply to ourselves. Love I think. it. So Cinderella. Yes. Cinderella is the one that sings A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. She's. Did you want to Did you want to try singing just a bit of it? No, just a I don't. Stanza? No. No, you already got me singing Let It Go one time a okay. long time That's ago. Right. We're That's done. Right. That's I'm good. not singing anymore. Moving, but moving. So Cinderella is wishing for... The dress, and she's wishing she could go to the ball on a better life, away from the away evil, from the evil stepmother, stepmother and stepsisters. Yes. So then the fairy godmother comes, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But Cinderella has to decide to go. You got to go to the ball. She has to decide. Okay, this is gotta, a risk. If they catch me, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I have to decide to leave the comfort of my house. Yeah. And hightail it over there. And hey, and see, and ride in a pumpkin pulled yeah, by I my, mean, mice. I mean, that's. Scary. Yeah. No, but she had to get up. She has to say yes when this opportunity is yeah. right in front of her. She had to say yes. And the fear of going there, working it. What if she worked it and then the prince chose someone else? Yeah. I mean, that she could have been rejected. It's true. Mm. Okay, good. She All had right. to risk. She had to take the risk. And she did it. And look what it got her. Yeah. What the did it get her? The prince in the end. The prince in the end. Okay. And she's, I think she has. she's featured in Palace Monthly magazine every month or something. Is she really? I'm pretty sure. Palace Monthly. Well, I'm not a su- subscriber to that one. Oh, I'll have to get you one. Oh, that's oh, the one okay. with the Kardashians on the front cover. That was <laughs> no, no, fantastic. No. <laughs> okay, what's another one? All right, one? so Ariel, the Little Mermaid. Love Ariel. So Somebody, by the way, told me that they thought that she was the prettiest fairy. Is she a fairy? She's a mermaid. Uh, yeah, mermaid. Um, but but she's, she's one of the prettiest of all the Disney female leads. Because she has red hair just like me. Yeah, she's but l- let me just point out. Any way you look at it, they're all cartoons. And okay, maybe we well, ought not whatever. try to decide which is the hottest uh, well, cartoon. Yeah, well, yeah. To each of their own. Okay, yeah. Anyway, she wants a different life than what she's got. She's living in one place. Yes. In one kind of situation. She wants yeah. something different. She lives under the sea. She lives under the sea. Yeah. So instead of continuing to whine and sing songs about it, mm-hmm. she makes kind of a bold, scary choice to go to the sea monster and ask for some legs. Yeah. Can I get some legs? You got you got a spare set of legs? Hey, and then they hey, say, the sea monster says, okay, I'll give these for you. Yeah. But you're going to have to do some work Ooh. up there to get them. No, payday. You, I get your voice. Yeah. She sacrifices something and, they're, and then she goes, this is a limited time thing unless you show me results. Okay, do you want to hear something really cool? Uh, some of us, in order to get legs in our marriages, we give up our voice. I think wow. that's so great, Matt. Look at you. I know. I'm a highly trained professional. So, yeah, and you don't. So you, you got to keep your voice. And then, if you remember, uh, Prince Char- Eric. Prince Eric said um, he what he wanted was her voice because that's yeah. what he fell in love with. Mm-hmm. But that's what all men will tell you. 
<laughs> no, no, honey, seriously, keep talking. And then after they're married, like, will you shut her up? Well, no, but that's the thing. Ariel gives that up, and that might yeah. not be the best thing. She's willing to sacrifice yeah, it, but then in the it. end, they find this compromise. Yes. Where she's yes. able to have both because she worked really, really hard, was willing to give it up, how but did then she, didn't have to. In the end, how did she get legs? How did she get legs? Did she get her legs? Her dad gave her legs. In the end, they defeat the sea monster, and her dad. He had her the power th- to give her legs all along. Yeah. So there's wow. lots of different little lessons that That's but a great the most lesson. important thing is she didn't she, she didn't sang sit song, around. She sang one song about yeah. it, was really sad, and then decided to do something. Well, and also the example from Prince uh, the the prince in that is that think of all of the disaster that could have been avoided if he just would have kissed the girl. <sighs> you know what? And kissed a girl. Kiss D girl. Yeah. D girl. D D girl. Kiss D girl. Yeah, so sometimes you gotta just kiss her. Like kiss we've her right been telling mouth. we've been telling Mike to kiss the girl forever. Speaking of kissing, oh, Frog Prince. Nice segue. The girl in the Frog Prince. Okay. She had to have the courage to kiss the frog. I haven't seen the Frog Prince show. The Is there Princess a, and the Frog, that's a Disney movie. I haven't seen it. That's really good. But basically, she has to have the courage to kiss a frog. Well, we, we, she has to dream, you know, go for the dream of Hold on. This. Who, who, who on the show? Was it Julie that taught us that sometimes her, her grandma said, you just got to kiss the frog? Who was it that said that? I don't remember. But I sometimes you got to kiss the ugly. You got to kiss that ugly. That I'm not, I'm, I hope you're not saying sometimes you have to kiss ugly boys, but sometimes you have no. to dirty your hands and do the grimy, well, dirty your lips, kiss. and do the gross work. Yeah. To get the good result. That's I like that. Kiss the frog. Kiss the frog, metaphorically and literally, sometimes. Yeah. Somebody. Oh, it was. Uh, it was. Um, Gail Miller. Wasn't it Gail Miller that said sometimes you got to kiss? Anyway. Well, it was it was a guess. I really want to tie it to that. Okay, what else? Give me another one. Give me another. So one. another one fun. we have is who who knew that there was all this depth yeah, in Disney? In 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 Disney, and I just watched them and, and slept. No, they have some really good lessons. The next one we have is Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, she, her dad is missing when she gets home. So yeah. she doesn't. Oh, I wish my dad was home. She goes to find him. She didn't just sit there no, playing on her iPad. To, she goes to find him, right. and then when it's you know, I either want. You where you want your dad, she's willing to sacrifice to reach her end goal of her dad being happy. Interesting. And then hey, even further. Matt, it was me. This is Julie from your subconscious. Wow. I said kiss the frog. <laughs> it was Julie. It was Julie that said that. Yeah. Hi, Julie. Okay. It was totally Julie. No. <laughs> kiss the frog. But the other thing on Beauty and the Beast is um, the Beast lets her go. and then Let she... it go? The, that's a that's another one. The beast lets her leave the castle yes. to pursue her dreams. Let her go. It's like the prodigal son. I'm going to let you go. And then she comes back. Why did she come back though? Because her dream was in the end to be with him. You and we all know why because women love the naughty guy. No, 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 no. He was a good guy and she brought the good guy out. He was a beast. The point The point is yeah. that I mean, she didn't leave and then say, oh, well, it's really a long way to get back there. I I was there, but I left, so I'm really not going to – it's too much time to go back. No. When these fairy tale heroines that we talk about want something, they do it. They make it happen. They make it happen. Even if they were already there, even if it's a long way away, even if it's a risk, it's impossible. Even if they're a mermaid. Yeah, even if they're a mermaid, they do it. What? um, I, I think it had more to do with Gaston was a jerk. Love and that's all that was true. left in town. So if it's either Gaston or the or the Beast, the Beast looks really good. But the overarching theme is 
you don't have to want to be I mean Cinderella didn't want to be the princess she just wanted to go to the ball she wanted to get out of that house so some you don't have to maybe do the huge uh, earth shattering dream no. but you have to just do something well you've got to offer what you you got to go what you were and offer what you need to offer yes and you have to be willing to take a step that might get you somewhere bigger but might not yep. you might you know maybe she just went to the ball realized she had some freedom and moved out of the house and got an apartment in manhattan and worked as a waitress that's wow. better than where she was. Well, you were really going with it, right? I there. was really well, going and with the that. Little Mermaid. Even the exact opposite of that too, too, is that you can dream for the impossible. I mean, yes. Well, the seemingly impossible, because even the Little Mermaid, um, it was physiologically impossible for her to be with him. for her to be with him. And so, either way, you just have to. It's a great point. Look at your dreams, and That's you know point. these are what we're teaching our kids. So we need to start living the fairy tale of our life instead of staying somewhere where we're not happy. Yeah. Start being like Cinderella. Yeah. Get off your Go duff. to the ball. Can I just point out one thing, though, that we probably um, got to remember? If Ariel hadn't married Prince Eric, Eric uh, that was the end of mermaids. Um, and so their marriage, sure, great and everything. But because of their marriage, now they just have regular children. And the mermaids, as a group have become extinguished. I don't think that's real. I'm pretty sure mermaids are real, Matt. No. She wasn't the only mermaid in the world. She was the only mermaid no. looking for love in all the She had like 12 sisters. Places. She has like 12 sisters. Have you seen them? Yeah. They sing a song at the beginning of the movie. No, have you seen them after she turned well, into a human? Yeah, haven't you? No. Go to Disney no. World sometime, guys. Seriously. Oh, my goodness. Well done. Thank you. Maddie Richard. Thank Richards. you. That was really good. Thanks. I appreciate that you're getting a degree in Disney. I That's am. incredible. Do something about your life. That was powerful. Thanks. And I, I just think there's one more. We could just always just let it go. went for their dreams too you can find going for your dreams in all the fairy tales yep. go go watch them fantastic wow maddie richards brings it home again we're gonna take a break when we come back the mom bomb the the child whisperer julie nelson's gonna be joining us from the blog a spoonful of parenting.com julie nelson is going to teach us how to uh actually take our passion and our vision and turn it into something like a vision board, a board where we can go and return to it and learn and grow and keep being motivated. We're going to talk about how to uh, make your vision a reality. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we're talking about getting off your duff. And uh, joining us here, Julie K. Nelson is going to now explain what is a duff. Julie. Hey, good to be here. Mr. Duff himself. Because, see, you've heard the term, get off your duff. I heard that plenty of times growing up. Is there, what is the technical term for, I mean, what, what is a duff? Derriere. It starts with a D, D, D. You know, they just, Derriere. They just, they just you know, kind of It's an alliteration. It. Yeah. Short knit. Derriere is too long and it's too exotic of a French word. Who can pronounce it? Who can spell it? Who can spell it? We it's can like croissant. Spell, we can spell duff, though. It's like Richard. 
She's like, chleip. What did you say? Chleip, which I could not order in France last month because I could not say chleip well, in see, French. Crepe, it sounds like you're horking up flame. That's right. That's why I said, could I have a crepe, please? And the man in <sighs> France, crepe. I'm staying there in some city in France, and he looks at me like I'm a dumb American idiot, which I probably was. Well, half of that was right. But I couldn't you say the word American. appropriately, so I idiot. didn't get the crepe. Hey, Julie K. Nelson is the wife and mother of, uh, wife of one, mother of five children. I'm a mother of five children. Yeah, yeah I just mm-hmm. read it. And a, a wife of one. Bachelor's degree in education from BYU. Master's degree from Utah State University in marriage, family, and human development. You're a writer. You've written a book mm-hmm. called Spiritual Parenting. Pa- parenting with Spiritual Power. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So glad you yeah. got that right. And uh, you teach at Utah Valley University. Yes. You are... On occasion. On occasion. No, I do all the time during the fall and winter and so, spring, but summer, no. Now you're just vacationing because yeah. you go on a vacation. I go every to France week. and order crepes. Crepes. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, today you're going to help us because everybody says get a passion, get a purpose, get a mission, mm-hmm. but we don't know what that means. Yeah. See. Yeah. And and I'm here from the parenting perspective because I'm your your parenting. You're my expert, mom. You no, that right? was very Freudian. Yes. I get that. <laughs> that was you are my mother. <laughs> I appreciate that. And so, you know, here's the thing. It's hard to help your kids discover their passion, what their goals are, because they change every other day. Yeah. Like my kid's passion. He's pretty sure he's going to play pro football or pro baseball or pro basketball. Mm -hmm. But last season it was pro football. And since he's only five foot five, it's really not going to work out. He's not even. He's uh, he's five and change. Four foot. Yeah. One. And he's 28. <laughs> I'm like, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, don't sing it. Don't sing it. Don't sing let it, it go. <laughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, it is hard. But here's what's kind of fun. Yeah. I remember as a young girl and my friends, we so would. 20 years ago. Yeah, only 20 years ago. We would go through the fashion magazines and we would make our own little ah. fashion booklet of what, our, what we want to yeah. wear when we're older and cool. I, you know what, James? I saw James doing uh-huh. the exact with the exactly. JCPenney catalog. <laughs> and so we would go through and cut out you know, our favorite dresses, our favorite shoes. And this was our dream, right? Our, yeah. what, we're envisioning what the clothes will be when we are cool and older. And it was like my our dream wardrobe is what mm. we called it. It was, a, it was a precursor to what now what they call as a vision board or a, or a dream board. And that was a really popular thing right now do, to do that. Do visual kids – does this only benefit someone that's visual? Like what if somebody just – they're not a visual person. They you know, don't. all of us benefit from visual. Don't you think? Totally. All of us. Our brain re- uh, responds to visual. That's why we would write a book and put the words in it so you could see it. We That's, could sure listen to it. Yeah. But to see it – Yeah, and pictures really help in yeah. books too, at least, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we early on we respond to that. I'm going to cut this out and put things together so I can see what I want to be or what I want to do when I'm older. And I remember doing that from when I'm younger. And as I've grown up, you know, I, I've learned a lot about um, – with you as well. You talk about mo- doing motivational speaking. Yeah. You have to visualize what you want to be. And in your head, like if you're going to be a Olympic runner, you you know, they do this visualization process where they close their eyes and they see themselves, you know, before the race, at the starting line, they hear the gun, they see themselves running the race, and they see themselves 
crossing the line sure. as winners. And you have to see it and tell yourself, uh, your subconscious, that it's going to happen to your conscious. Yeah. And then you'll be more likely. So that visualization process is big. And this dream board thing, and it's all it's all big. You know, it's part of the secret. You know, it's Oprah Winfrey's is now this, doing Is this the secret? Well, part of the, what they talk about. And then, you know, Vision. Jack Canfield do, does mm-hmm. it. So it's a lot of this motivational stuff. See, I, I don't know if you know this. Because I've done that. Mm-hmm. I hosted my own radio show in my car for years. Before With an I, audience of one? No, there were millions listening. Oh, okay. But it was just me. <laughs> and there wasn't even a microphone. That's what's amazing. Uh, I see what you're saying. But I did it. No, it's true. I went to a, a, a conference once. Um, I teach children's literature as well. And I, a, a children's literature young adult author was there. And he talked about how he would go into the library and he would put a book on the shelf and then he would write his name on the spine and put it under alphabetically where it would fit if he were to write a book. And visually, he'd see that book there on the shelf and say, that's what it's going to be when I'm an author. He wow. physically put that book with his yeah. written name, yeah. even maybe the ISBN, who knows. But that's that he did that because that's what he needed to see. To get, and he's a famous author. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about dreaming and then doing okay. with this concept of visualization. Yeah. Because it's really big. It's, it's part of our pop culture to make these dream boards. Everyone can look it up. You can look on Pinterest folks and it's all over the place. Well, and now that isn't that what Pinterest is. I mean Pinterest is a dream board. It is. Really? It it's is. just a moving flowing dream board. Absolutely. And Love it, it. and it works well with young adults and uh with adults to do this computerized, you know, visualization. Yeah. Um but with young kids cuz I'm here as a parent, um it's really fun to take it back to the primitive stages where we actually cut out things and put them on an actual physical board sure. as well. And it and you can do that as an adult. Um I have a, fr- a friend who's also a very professional a, a successful professional uh, basketball player who did that very thing. He had a board, a cork board in front of his desk. It had all the things he wanted to be, and he became this, this professional really? basketball player. Yeah. And so it really works that well. But I want to take it a step farther and okay. talk about dream board and beyond. Do you think, um, like James, for example, uh, wants to, he wants to be a doctor of passion. Mm-hmm. And he's been making a dream board. And um, why are you laughing? Is that what you call my diploma, a dream board? It's a dream board. <laughs> but on it, he puts like lips. Oh, God. And he puts things of passion, Mm -hmm. chocolate and Cupid, uh, Banaka. Do you remember Banaka? Yes. He doesn't even know what Banaka is because that's old school. Yeah. Uh, Those mints. um, Anyway. So is that that what you're saying? We have a dream. We have a passion. We start to hang what we want on it Mm -hmm. and that will pull us out of the – Malaise. Well, in you know, in the secret, they talk about just putting things down, and the universe will respond to you. And I think there's some merit in that. But I want to do more than just wishful thinking. Yeah. And your program here is about the doing part. And so I want to say, yeah, let's yeah. do dream boards and let's go beyond. So let's talk about the dream. I'd say to infinity and beyond. Yeah, infinity and beyond. Yeah, that's right. So the dreaming part of the vision board is great because kids love the tangible. We all love the tangible. Yeah. We got to see what we want to do. So James, he's going to get these things. He's going to put them on his board, and they help to help to kind of like see the possibilities. Sure. He actually has a coat, a yeah. white coat mm-hmm. that says Dr. 
passion. Yeah, that's right. So those guys, it's kind of fun to so kind of see, doing the, it. see the possibilities, to start with the tangible. That's good. The tangible is good. we got to get the tangible. Cut and paste, crafty, all that sort of stuff because the brain responds to concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do it whatever way you want to do. You can have it even computerized and have it as a, your, just scheme, your screensaver on your phone. So every time you look down, there they are. Bung. That is cool. Every t- you know, on your computer, there they are. Bung. You can see the little lips. James, and remind yourself you got to kiss them. They're actually very big lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to start with that, it's it's really great. Then gather all of these ideas. It's kind of like one of those brainstorming projects. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you you gather all the things you want to do, and then you help your kids see what are the possibilities. Because some kids they are all over the place, and some kids are no place. What a cool activity to do this summer! Yeah, like and, right now, go grab your kids, yeah. throw down the old magazines. Let's start figuring out absolutely who we are. And what I've seen we want. some do it this way, where you do like medieval shields, where you have a shield, uh-huh. and then what does your what's yeah, your like What's your crest? Your, crest, your, family, your family crest. crest. Yeah, and then you divide it into quadrants. Yeah. And then you put on there what represents you. That is But cool. you could also put on there what represents my possibilities. Mm-hmm. And so that's a kind of a fun way to do that. It's almost like yeah. what matters most is the discussion. Yeah. It's the discussion of all of this that's getting us somewhere, yeah. not necessarily having a crest made. Right. And it's for my kids, at least, they kind of had no clue. So yeah. it helped me to kind of guide and go, well, what about this? Well, what about this? And as you're looking through all of these different concrete ideas and seeing what people can do and have done, then it helps them to say, okay, well, maybe that sounds interesting. Mm. I don't know. So, it, yeah, that was a, that's a really good thing. Let's do this. We're mm-hmm. talking with Julie K. Nelson from a spoonful of parenting.com. We're going to take a break. Dream boards and beyond. That's what you're teaching us. Mm-hmm. You're going to te- you're going to get us out of the slump, turn it in turn our passion, our dream into something tangible mm-hmm. and then boom, the next thing you know, we'll be making millions. That's right. With Dr. Passion. Cuz I do every day, you know. I know you do. <laughs> That's what we want. We want to be rich, <laughs> famous. Hey, uh, we're going to take a break. We're back with uh, more with Julie Nelson from a spoonful of parenting.com. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. In the house, Julie K. Nelson, the uh, mom, the mom, whisp- the, the mom bomb, the child whisperer, <laughs> helping us through today how to get off our duffs, which she has defined in French terms as crepe. <laughs> no, as derriere. Derriere. Dagiere. Yes. Spell that one. <clears throat> like Maddie Richard. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, Julie, thanks for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure always. By the way, uh, you may not know this, Julie, but you wrote a book called Parenting with Spiritual Power. I did. It is a, a, a great parenting book, B, spiritually uplifting. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> that was the point. That, that was the point. And yeah. you nailed it. So you've taught us that we need to make dream boards so the dream boards and beyond. Well, the dream boards are really popular in our pop culture, yeah. um, and they're great. And they're a great starting point because they start with the concrete, which yeah. I always love. So concrete, so, anything tangible yeah. can become. But see, here's what's interesting. It seems like a lot of these kids, they want to be. I, I have a lot of people that want to be famous. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they want to do to be famous. I'm like, well, you know, Ted Bundy was famous. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds bad. But um 
So, but fame isn't tangible. Mm-hmm. So you're saying turn it and make it more tangible because then it has. Then you're turning it into something. So how would you want to be famous if? That singing, that would be more tangible. Yeah, you put a microphone on there yeah. or you put, you know, whatever it's going to be that represents what you want to. Don't you think everyone would put money? Yeah. But I think better than money, you need to put how that money will define you in, yeah. in quality of life. I would put bling in my teeth. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd you have could, a grill. You, you could have the grill. I'd if want you want, if that's what's, yeah. But money itself really is not definable. And no. so do something that shows, like I would have maybe a boat on there because that's yeah. what I would buy with my money and I'd spend my time. Would boating. you buy a boat? Well, whatever. I decided. What, 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 what would you buy? I mean, just for fun. If I gave you a million dollars, you'd buy a boat. No, I'd buy a cabin up in Oakley and go there on the 4th of July. Would you really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is the weirdest thing. I'm going up there near Oakley on the 4th of July. That is so strange. We could be like cabin neighbors. Well, let me find out if they'll sell the cabin. Okay. That is so strange. <laughs> wow. Weird. Um, okay. Keep going. Okay. Teach so, us. so here we go. We talked about these dream boards, right? Yeah. Okay. So they're really good on creating the possibilities, gathering them all up, yep. cutting out pictures to represent them, and then also then focusing on what really – because your board is only so big. Yeah. And so then you're going to focus on what really what really matters. Out of all these possibilities, this is what I want to focus on. And I would even say, like we talked about the family crest, yeah. dividing the dream board into four quadrants. You got four quadrants. things. Okay. So I, these are the four quadrants I would have your listeners think about okay. that help us focus on the areas that create a, a sound human being. Yes. Um, the four quadrants of, of human development would be the physical. So sure. what do I want it to be physically? What do I want to do that way? I okay? want a six-pack. De- develop myself. So you could do a picture of a guy with a six-pack, okay? Okay. Um, it's and- actually a six-pack of Diet Coke. <laughs> Yes. And then social, emotional. I okay. put those together because social, yes, but social also helps define my emotional. Socio-emotional is yeah. how who I'm going to hang out with, who my friends will be, and how will I create myself as an emotionally healthy person because Sweet. of my relationships. Yeah. Okay? I like that. Third would be um, intellectual. And in there, to be concrete, I would do some pictures of the career choices I want to make that would intellectually stimulate me and I could contribute to. And you could put your diploma yes, or your fake diploma. And your fake diploma, what, you will, what it will say on there mm-hmm. and what you'll graduate in and perhaps self-improvement, where lifelong learning, intellectually, what will I be doing to, to learn throughout my life Cool. Um, intellectually. Then last one, spiritual quadrant or my values. So what will I do for to show service and sacrifice and worship? These things help me also have a deeper meaning in creating my dream vision board. Because I can say, hey, I want to be cool, but I don't want to just make up things that make me cool. But what defines me in my value base? So these are all going to be aligned with my values or my uh, my aspirations. And so so this way you're being, you're trying to be balanced. You're trying to create Mm -hmm. a vision Mm -hmm. that's balanced. That's balanced rather than, because people in their dream boards will just go for, I want the boat, I want the car, I want the money, I want the girl. Mm -hmm. But does that, is that grounded, does that infuse you with a deeper meaning and purpose in life? No. And the spirituality will help you to guide the rest Love of it. those. Okay. So then after that, we're going to use this dream board. Or you may, we talked about maybe having it as my screensaver on my phone um, or over my bed or whatever. It's going to be on a cork board. And then look at that when I wake up in the morning and just meditate for five minutes. Or when I go to bed, meditate and say some positive affirmations when I'm falling asleep, what I'm going to do to make these things happen. I can create. I can do. Like that That's lady cool. said before, yeah. her, on her T-shirts. Yeah. You know, believe and then do. Yeah. And those kinds of things. So I'm falling asleep and then as I'm dreaming, I'm creating the person that can then tomorrow go out and Get those things done. I love that. Okay, so then that, that's an that's a practice. You're going to actually meditate mm-hmm. and think of mm-hmm. what it would look like as you're doing it, 
And seeing and those actual visuals in front of my eyes as I fall asleep, uh, as I wake up in the morning, I can look in the mirror and say, "You're you can do this. Yeah. This is you, you know you're going to be this person." Now these are all the wish these are all the wishful thinking parts of it. Sure. Now we're going to get to the doing. Now what uh, will I do to get off my duff? Part. Yeah, right. Get off okay. your duff. Well, the first thing I did is I got off my duff in the morning and I looked at my dream board and I said, "Okay, this is what I want to be." But now I got to do something. Yeah, I can have those positive affirmations, but now I need to create the short and the long term goals based on those pictures. Okay. What's it so, going to take to get there? Yeah, what's it going to take to get there? And just focus on one. I mean, readers, this can or this can be really a uh uh reading reading a whole line of goals is can be overwhelming. Oh yeah. So take one of those. Your six pack, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to buy a gym membership. Hold on. Did you just notice he laughed? Did James laugh? That is so rude. It's not the six pack of Coke. It's the six pack of abs. And I need to just go and get the membership. Okay. That's going to be my short term goal. Now, my long term is what am I going to do? How often will I go throughout the next year? Will I buy a get a personal trainer? Those are, yeah, those are things I'm going to do. Break it down. Break it down. Okay. Then I want to be accountable. And your former guest talked about that, Monica, about, you know, having friends with like values. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get a gym membership perhaps with some. Else. Someone else that has abs. Yes. That wants to get those six pack and they're going to, I'm going to go with them so that I'm not going to be in the morning going, oh, I don't want to go. But wouldn't, wouldn't I feel better if I was with people that didn't have abs? Yeah. I'd feel I feel much better. Abs. And you had. So pick someone who's worse off than you, <laughs> who has the same dreams. Hey, James. <laughs> wow. I'm just that kidding. was a zing. James actually has abs. It makes me sick. Yeah. That's James, why he looks at mine James with such is a awesome. disgust. So, yeah, girls, he's really... By the way, James is available. Yeah, look into James. And is our new... uh, He's our new goal. I was going to say conquest. But he's the the goal... uh, One of the goals of the show is to get James married. Yeah, because we got Mike. Yeah, Mike's not married yet. On the way. On the way. He's, you know, he's got a friend. Mm -hmm. And they're talking. And it makes him real uncomfortable when we just talk about him on the air. It's on the Matt Townsend dream board. Yeah. And, yeah, and we're visualizing because the... Aaron got married, and so yep. it... and see that's what happened. So we had the Likey the Mikey program, and that was a visual. Mm-hmm. It happened for him. Now we're going to work on James. Yeah, what are we, and we're going to call our next it, project. Um, yeah, the we, James well, project. Well, we, we need a rhyme like yeah. I Likey the Mikey something. Mm-hmm. I Jimmy is uh, yeah something yeah. No, you don't go by Jim though. This ain't no game. We go for James. Yeah, well, think of it. <laughs> But yeah, mm. that's what we do next is we have people that we are accountable to yeah. that we can have regular periods I of... I like that. Now, with parenting, this is what I do with my kids. We have, for short-term goals, a weekly sit-down with them. Really? Yeah. It's like an interview. Okay? And I have how, a, how long does that a progress interview. Okay. Five minutes. Yeah. Or a monthly, we have a progress report monthly. I have a sit-down or my husband has a sit-down with them monthly and says, let's look at your goals, the dream board, where are you at with them? Where how can going? I help you? That's cool. So, so parents have that monthly progress report so they're accountable to you and then you can say, how can I help you? And when they're starting to get discouraged, what can we do to change things around? I, I like the surprise sometimes where you all of a sudden you're like, what did you do? And then you're in the principal's office. Yeah. Then you have yeah. the meeting after. <laughs> That's, so don't yeah. do that. Yeah, then um, get them in touch with the right resources because you're going to start seeing their dreams and you're going to be like, hey, there's no way I'm going to help you co- accomplish that. I mean, yeah. that's way beyond my ability. So let's get you in touch with the right people who know have those skills. Yeah, you know, they're like the personal trainer for sure. my abs, yeah. or they want to learn how to become a singer. Get yeah. you with that, you know, with a song coach. With, yes, music the voice coach, coach. Voice coach. Yeah, and so ta- just talking about the dreams out loud around others helps you to network and find, hey, who else. Can we find that has those same dreams and that we it, can get you with I to own train it. you? If, if I tell everybody my dreams, yeah. I feel more obligated. 
Because then they're going to come up. So how's your dream? But you know what else, Matt, is you find that other people want to help. Yeah. That's what's so great. When you start to just say out loud, you know, I really have this wish of owning a cabin in Oakley. Hmm. Someone's going to say, I've got some property. Or I know I saw a for sale sign. I've got a family that might sell (laughs) you one. I've got a for sale sign. And see, then people people are so good on this earth. And when you just start saying out loud, I want to help my child to accomplish this thing, people are being like, oh, hey, send them to me. I know all about that. So just talking about it, it's awesome. Yeah. Okay, here's the next one. Be flexible and be changeable. Uh, redefine and and affirm. This is an ongoing doing process. This board is not stagnant. Yeah. So, for instance, help the ch- kids change their interests. Uh, pictures when they don't want to do the electric guitar anymore and they want to do classical, change the picture of the guitar. It's okay. Update it. Update change it. it because kids are they're they're a chameleon. They yeah. are changing, oh, yeah. and so don't be dismayed when we change around the pictures. So, on my monthly um, progress report, we're going to change some pictures and uh, update it. Um, and I'm going to, like you said earlier with your other guest, look at your career path. One thing led to another, led to another, led to another. Yep. Be open to that as a parent and don't say, well, man, he cannot make up his mind. But everything built yeah. on the thing before. Well, especially if it's a principle. So if the overarching principle is mm-hmm. service, mm-hmm. then how you serve is going to change. Mm-hmm. And it may today be a school teacher and tomorrow be whatever and the mm-hmm. next day next. Mm-hmm. But eventually they all tied together. They do. My whole career is all tied together. Me too. I'm sitting here today because of a culmination of many different paths I took, but yeah. they all led me to where I'm at, you know, Utah Valley University teaching. I'm writing. I'm speaking. And well, you were also court ordered. So the, that, that, <laughs> that, that little spending running with time the police. In prison, spending yeah. time in prison really helps yeah. me. And, That's and, where you started your public speaking. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, you, and you don't want to not look at that. That's right, because that's just as important Everything, as your other stuff. Yeah, that's right. So on, so in this dream board, make it be a living, moving, changeable thing. Mark yeah. off, and then uh, mark off the things and and put a big smiley face or star it or something. The things you have achieved. And so there's a reminder that I've accomplished this thing, and yeah. then and then put on new stuff. Okay, I love it. Last one. I want to give an example of how this happens as a parent. Okay, this is an example of my brother. Okay. Now, he did this as a parent, but he showed his kids how to make that happen. This is a true story. Cool. I was just amazed. So he lives down. Um, I'm from Oregon, and he lives down there. and Over there. Over there. Up and over, he yeah. saw, He's southern, so he's down there. Okay, yeah. And he wanted, he's in this little tiny house with six kids. They need to get a bigger house. They're dreaming about a bigger house. They're busting out of okay? the scenes, yeah. So he can make a dream board of what that house is going to look like. But guess what he did? He got out and he did something. He made those goals happen. Interesting. So they drive around neighborhoods with the kids and say, what house do you think would be a good house for us? Just dreaming, but doing. Hmm. They drove around. He saw the house. He went, that's the house I could see ourselves living in. You know, just a random house. But yeah. that's this is the neighborhood. That's the home I see myself living in. Next Walks up to the door, knocks on the door, and says, I really admire your house. I can imagine my family living here. Is this for sale? Wow. Okay. Was, was he shot? <laughs> Did he off, get shot right now? Run off with the, gun, with, the, with the dogs and the gun and the shotgun. No. That's cool. Um, and they said no. Okay. But they were so impressed by his ability to come and just do and just try and just risk and just ask that they said, okay, tell me about your family. Six kids, told them all about it. They said, well, you know what? 
we've got a pool in the backyard. We'd love to have you over for barbecue, what? swimming. Just come over and just use our pool. These are the retired folks. Oh, wow. A couple. No kids anymore. He brings the kids over later date. They swim in the pool. There's this couple looking out their, their window, their dining room window, at this family in this pool, like their family used to be years ago. And the husband says to the wife, or I'm not sure if the wife's the husband said, this family needs this home. Holy cow. Because they see the vision now. Yeah. They because get he it put now. himself there yeah. in their home, swimming in their pool, and he said they need this house. It wasn't for sale, but very soon they put up for sale and made their dreams happen. Holy and they cow. moved out and now my brother has this home. Wow. This is how it happens. The dream, then the do, and then you become. Well, and a near shooting. But see, if they, had, if they had gone knocking on the wrong door, to see, so that, but to believe, that's cool. Yeah, that, yeah. You believe. Yeah. That's That's, that's what it's story. all about. Uh-huh. So, so can wow. make that happen in the lives of your, of your kids and be wow. the example. I, I love that. With the house example, I'm a little worried about James's passion example. Because, <laughs> like, I could just see him going up to some guy and saying, so – are we going to kiss now or or not some gal and saying, are we going to kiss now or but later? But here's the thing is, what if my brother had been rejected? Would that have been a bad experience? No, because the kids learned how to make things happen. How because cool you, this door that? might shut, this door might shut, but the third door will yeah. open and you'll never know until you go and knock. Love it. And make, taking that risk, like my mom says, it never hurts to ask. That's her mantra in life. And so go and knock on those doors and one of them will open. Man. Okay. Okay, All James, right. did you get that? Got it. Did you make a board? You have a board. Physical, social, emotional, spiritual. Yeah, I have an outline for a board that I will make in the future. Okay. We'll make a board. Bring it. Bring it and show us. Bring Done. it and then um, know what she's going to look like and then go start knocking doors. Yeah. Okay. Talking to people this on the street. Power. That is awesome. such a cool awesome, story. Huh? See, you are the, you're the, you're the whisperer. Okay. I'll whisper goodbye. Well done. Now stay here because we're going to do okay. one more bit. All right. Um, wow. Okay. Everybody go to her website, a spoonful of parenting.com. Or buy the book, whatever. Buy the book. Mm-hmm. It's parenting with spiritual power. Mm-hmm. Hey, Good it's stuff. great to be with you, Matt. And Good I'll to stick be with around. you. I'll stick around. Okay, Julie's hanging out. We're taking a break. When we come back, we'll be back with Maddie Richard and uh, Michael J. Pond. Thank you for the salute. We'll be back. This is the Matt Townsend Show. When we come up, back, we're going to talk about our dreams. We're going to share our own dreams that we haven't already shared. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, today as we wrap up the show, there's the hoedown music, which means, you know, grab a partner, dosido. Hey, uh, okay, I was just kidding you too. Oh, they're going. Oh, there they go. Okay, we got to let them get all the way around. Signal to the partner. There you go. Hey, um, we just have a hoedown in here. Maddie Richard is wrapping up the show with what, Maddie? Well, no, Mike and I are, are wrapping up. Well, I guess it's all of us. We're is it wrapping. Mike and you Ike? Know? Is it Mike and I or is it Mike and Ike? The no, first one. No, 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 no. Mike and first. I. All of us. Mike and I are heading this up. Okay. We're going to talk about our dreams mm-hmm. and. What we all can one step that we can all commit to take today to start going after La- our dreams. Last time we did this, last time we did this, I committed on the air and I didn't finish. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that today is actually the last day for your commitment. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah it's the today la- is the last the end day. of the month. Oh, are there thirty-one days in July? No. Nope. <laughs> so I still have the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. To so. write a book. 
Glass okay. half full. I like that optimism. Yep. No, but we're going to get you a, a dream that you can actually achieve. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, I guess. Okay, so uh, who's going to begin? Mike? Well, you know, we were talking about... Mike, are you flexing? Yes, I am. Okay. No, I'm not. What are you talking no, about? Your arms just turned as if you're flexing. Oh, I, ha- I, was, uh, right, I have no, this piece of paper right. in let front it, of me. Let, well. it, let it go. I- I've been going to the gym like once a week. Let that muscle go, Mike. <laughs> let it live. Well, uh, we were talking about earlier about dreams and, yeah. and how if you really want to uh, be successful with, like, if you have a big dream, you gotta gotta pick one thing. Yeah. you can't really one be an astronaut, right. cowboy, baseball today. Player. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can have small dreams and big dreams. And I think one of my dreams is I want to travel a lot and I really want to see the world. Um, wow. And I'm going to Europe this week. I'm doing it. Hold He's on. doing it. That's that. Uh, that's great. Booked a yeah. ticket. I uh, did. I know you were leaving. I did. You. You might want to. You probably need to ask for permission from well, your no, people, we don't your need leaders. From you, really. I told Don, and that's all the permission I need. Wow. <laughs> Where are you going, Mike? I'm going to Germany, France, uh, Great Britain. Hey, get a clap. <laughs> I will. Austria, Switzerland, Italy. Sweet. Mm. I just went to all those places, Mike. We got to talk. High five. Oh, boy. Can we do this off the air? <laughs> Let's do this off the air. Okay, that's a great goal. And you're starting at when? Uh, Thursday. Wow. So he's not going to see the whole world in one, no, just in no, one it, trip. It, he's, he's starting. Lifetime dream. This it's is great. Take a while. Well, we're here for you. I'll call. I'll call. You got to pick up the phone this time, though. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Your mom, your mom answers Mike's calls a lot more than you do. She's really nice. You guys, She's a nice lady. <laughs> Don't bring my mom into this. I'm mad because I need a dad. I need someone to wear. I mean, need a second dad. I need someone to marry my mom, and you are now. You've got a friend, so she's hurt. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mom. Hey, uh, anybody else have a dream? Let's let's fix another dream. Oh, Rob's got a dream. Rob's got a dream. I know what dream you Colonel want. Colonel Rob Sanders. What's my dream? How many minutes does it take for you to get from the studio just to the freeway in rush hour? Uh, from uh, here? From here. Uh, like 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Like 15, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, at least. But if you had all greens, it would take if I had all five, greens, five minutes. It would take five minutes. Yeah. Or that I, is a dream. Okay. But my question is how do you make that dream happen? Well, let me tell you another way to make it happen. If I had all greens, meaning money... I would buy a helicopter, and I would land out front, get in my helicopter, and I would fly home. Mm-hmm. Oh, forget getting to the freeway. Yeah, just go all the way home. Mm-hmm. Just go right home. Mm-hmm. That seems like a far-fetched dream. So how do you break that dream into smaller pieces? Hmm. I tape four shows in one day. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but that uh, but how, getting the helicopter. Um, I go be on The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't think your wife would like that. There's a caveat right But if, there. if he promised her a million dollars and a helicopter, she might Everybody let him go. on the helicopter. Let him go. Everyone on Bachelors gets to let it go with a helicopter. <laughs> but we don't. I never get a helicopter, but I'm not on The Bachelor. That's one way to do it. Do you not have a real dream, Matt? I do have a real dream. The real dream is this show is going to be so big someday, and not because of me or anything, because we're going to, meet, we're going to reach so many lives that Oprah's going to call and say, please put me on the show. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you want Oprah? Okay, that's the show. That's I will the dream. Try and get Oprah for you. <laughs> no, I don't want us. I want her to call me. 
I want the show to be changing so many lives that everybody wants to be on the show that changes so many lives. That's the goal. And until then, I'm just going to, you know, be a diva. In your own mind. In my own mind. <laughs> a devo. Do you have a dream? Julie, what's your dream? Other than buying my family's cabin. Yeah. I, that would be my dream is to buy your cabin in Oakley. I can close this deal okay. if I get 10% of the deal. Closing. <laughs> it's not even mine to sell, but I'll sell it. Yeah. What's your dream? Give us my dream is to go to Hawaii. What? I know. That's easy. Because everybody has been to Hawaii uh, multiple times. Ask anyone. My husband was raised there. He went to school there. You, you've been to Europe twice in the I've last been, four months. Yeah, I've been yet, to Europe lots. So but why, yet I have yet to go to Hawaii and my family's been there multiple times. Why don't you just say no to Europe next time and take that money and it's go to Hawaii? Just, oh, Europe is just so much more enticing. But I have to feel like I have to join in conversations when people say in the grocery line, hey, I just came back from Hawaii. And I have to go, hey, I have never been there. Because it happens all Does the time, really? every day. Oh, my gosh. I know my my daughter called me today. She just got back today. Yeah, from Hawaii. She sounded really tan. <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like, but she did. What about you, James? What's your dream? Um, well, I'd like to, I would love to get married, but I know we're taking steps already on the show, and so that's well, you're standing next to her. <laughs> Boom! See, I've taken literal steps to, closer to my dream. You have taken one step closer. Yep, baby she, steps. You know what's neat about your dream is your dream right this second is within reach. <laughs> That's true. Literally. It's within <laughs> arm's distance. Yeah. That is inspirational. Yeah. <sighs> Go for it. Hold, hold hands. I want to see what it looks like. Uh, the, baby steps, Mike. Baby well, steps. You know what we're going to do? We are going to take a picture off air of them holding hands. <laughs> and then we're going to post it. This is so romantic. This is so cool. This is so cool. He wants to wrap up the show now. Yeah. But I just kind of want to keep going with it. <laughs> Let's hear Maddie's no. dream. Uh, Maddie's other dream. Oh, my really, really quick. My dream is to, after I graduate from college, to work for Matt Townsend. So if you could help me make my dream a I, reality. I got three words for you. <laughs> let it go. Don't let it go. You do not want to work for me. You already work for me. You already work with me. Enough, but now... And then I'd have a real person job. Okay, you marry James? Boom, we got a deal. Make <laughs> friends with Oprah, syndicate the show, and then you'll work with Matt. That's done. Mm-hmm. There's the show, folks. Problem solved. Get off your couch, get off your duff, and get married, James. <laughs> That's the lessons of the lessons of the day. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you'll uh, you'll never accomplish a goal that you don't set, you don't set your mind to and make it happen. This isn't easy. This is just progress. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. More tools, more ideas for you right here on the Matt Townsend Show. Again, you're listening to us right here, BYU Radio.